Welcome to the Mom Manual. Motherhood doesn't come with instructions, but it should. We are on a mission to highlight ordinary moms doing extraordinary things to build the ultimate mom manual. Every week, I have the distinct honor of speaking with women about the lessons they've learned and the inspiration that got them to where they are today. Join us for a conversation that will spark creativity, provide actionable tips, and celebrate the ordinary and extraordinary moments of motherhood. The Mom Manual starts now. Hi everyone, Tara Williams here with the Mom Manual. I have an awesome guest today with the best title ever, Being a Power Mom While Keeping My Sanity. Amelia is a busy mom of two. She's an orthodontist. She is an influencer with over half a million followers. She has been featured in places like Fox News and Forbes. She is the definition of a power mom. Amelia, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much, Tara, for having me on your podcast. I'm super, super thrilled to talk all things moms and career-oriented. I am excited for you to be here. Before the podcast started, we were talking and, you know, she has two Instagrams. She said, oh, my other one's just starting and it's all about her dental and orthodontic work. And it has 50,000 followers. So you are killing it on social media you have an amazing career and you're a mom of two and you look stylish and effort-free in all of your posts. So we want to know all the things on how to be a power mom. Can you tell us a little bit about your story, Amelia, you know, how you got into the influencer role and traveling and kind of sharing your life? Uh, So originally I'm from Bulgaria. So I grew up in Bulgaria. I did dental school back there and I was very focused on my career for most of my life. (laughs) Uh, I moved to Chicago about 11 years ago. So I did the residency, orthodontic residency in Chicago. And I currently live in Chicago with my family. Uh, So during all this time in dental school, in my 20s, in my early 30s in Chicago, I was always having some Passions, whether it was computers, uh, graphic design, or traveling. So I kind of combine all of that into a blog. I like aesthetics. So, of course, orthodontics is very aesthetic oriented specialty, but also graphic design is. So, I like styling different things on my computer. I did a lot of brochures and websites back in my 20s. So, that's why I Finally, after my wedding in 2016, I decided to start my own brand and my own website. Uh, So that's how Bubbly Moment uh, came up. So that was before children. (laughs) Uh, My son is currently three years old and I have a baby daughter um, who is four months old. Uh, I didn't take maternity leave because I, um, I thought I would just manage and it's been working so far pretty good. I feel like I do need to have my regular job. I do need to have my hours to have everything structured and organized um, certain hours of the day so I can be really more efficient at home, more patient. Uh, as you know, having children, um, things don't go according to plan always. <laughs> And so I love to have my time in the office where I can actually plan children activities as well. (laughs) 
Yeah, so uh, we've been traveling. Um, I've always been traveling in my 20s. I visited a lot of dental conferences across Europe. Then in orthodontics, also a lot of conferences around the U.S. Our honeymoon was actually, uh, I think, the best trip ever. It was a three-week, five different locations, like three weeks. We did Hong Kong, we did Thailand, uh, Chiang Mai, Chiang Rai, Bangkok. Uh, we did Macau also by, by uh, Hong Kong. And then we finally finished with Maldives. Uh, so during that honeymoon was actually when the whole idea came up with the travel blog. Ever since we've been having at least 10 to 12 trips a year. And even last year uh, with my son, we we would travel for seven to 10 days. How my schedule usually works is I'm three weeks in the office, like four to six days. So really busy schedule. And I block seven um, days usually per month for traveling, depending on the months. You know, some months are longer than others. Uh, then we can stay at t- 10 days in a certain place. Before the children, we did a lot of long distance travels to Europe, to Asia. And with my son, uh, we did a lot of Caribbean travel, some Europe as well. We did Maldives with my son, so that was fun. Uh, 20 months old <laughs> toddler yeah. actually next week will be uh, baby's Emma first trip so Aww. we are traveling as a family of four we are heading to Turks and Caicos so I'm super excited about this trip uh, usually during our travels I try to create a lot of content for bubbly moments right. um, so I, I have enough for those days that I'm in the office or when the weather is really bad in Chicago, so you can't do a lot of outside photo shoots. So it's a lot of photo shoots during those travel times, um, so I can catch up and have enough for the website, for Instagram. As you know, there's a lot of other social media channels as well, where I also try to be active. Yeah. First off, I think most people wouldn't be able to do what you do just in the sense that you have a unique schedule, right? You have three weeks on for work and one week off. So that really gives you that full week every single month that you can take a trip. What does your husband do for work that he's available during this time too? Uh, So my husband is self-employed as well. So he's even more flexible than me, but he actually started a new business last year uh, in April. Uh, so we did some trips with my parents and I did some girls trip with my son. <laughs> yeah. So for example, we did uh, Puerto Rico with, with my girlfriends and my son. Yeah. Uh, we did Turks and Caicos with my two single girlfriends. <laughs> they had no idea what's happening. <laughs> yeah. With a baby. Um, with the baby and then I did some trips with my mom so I just had I just wanted to keep going traveling and during those travels I also get a lot of energy I feel so much more energized after I come back home yeah and I'm ready to do more projects my husband says I always invent work so I make work out of everything 
you know, you've started talking about our first takeaway. And that is, you know, in order to be a power mom, you need a personal goal or a hobby that brings you joy, something that makes you feel accomplished. So for you is the blog, I'm assuming because of how big it is, it's it is a job in its own and it you are monetizing it and you have contracts. But would you say the blog is a hobby or is that really a second job? It's more like a second job. Um, okay. Sometimes it's way more demanding than my regular job. Um, yeah. uh, as you know, dentistry, orthodontics, it's pretty straightforward. You go to the office, you see patients, you have assistants, you have a schedule. Almost everything is predictable. We do some marketing in there as well. We always try to stay up to date to latest technology. So it's not like uh, it's not a lot of work as well. Right. But with the influencer world, with websites, with social media, it's way more, I feel, uh, I feel exhausting and kind of draining at times because there's always something new that you need to learn or right. catch up on. Yes, yeah, so I would say Bubbly Moments is more like a um, second job, more something like a brand that I'm trying to build further and make into something bigger that can be sustainable long term. Yeah, no, that makes sense. So for anyone who's listening and saying, you know, I don't have a job or an opportunity to do something so big like travel, you know, what kind of personal goals or hobbies would you recommend to women so they're feeling accomplished? When I was back home in Bulgaria, so I finished dental school when I was 25. And during that time, I didn't have any income. So some of the travels were really very low budget. Like I would stay in a hostel for 25 euro a night with a bunch of other people. So traveling can be affordable if you mm-hmm. if you make it that way. If you have children, though, might be a little bit different. You might be able to do road trips or do some local events. There's also ways you can you can find way to discover new new places. Like just in the state of Illinois where I've lived, I don't think that we've visited many, many parks that are still available and are on my list. Right. If travel is not a passion for moms, I would probably say something that excites them, something that gives them their own identity like whether it's cooking or gardening or writing there's so many hobbies you can start a study club for books for example I'm I read a lot of books I've spent my whole life reading a book um, so I'm really passionate about books as well so I feel like moms can find a lot of different ways they can feel entertained fulfilled as well and I really admire those moms that dedicate their entire lives and entire time to to their children I absolutely admire them I'm not sure how they're doing it it requires so much patience and you do have to learn all the time with the children how to behave how to teach them certain lessons in life and they change all the time Uh, things are not the way that we were raised as well right so it's a it's a hard job being a mother (laughs) right so it's always nice to have a side hobby a hustle or something like a small job that can keep you happy. 
yeah and, uh, this is for the days that are really exhausting that's when i would say because <laughs> yeah. children children are such a joy most of the time <laughs> right but i feel like we all need a break every now and then no i i can definitely see that um there's been times in my adult life where i have stayed home with my kids full time and it's the feeling accomplished, I think is something that you really get at work. If that's your manager or your boss telling you you're doing a good job or, you know, you're completed a project or landed a sale. I mean, there's that moment of completion and triumph. Whereas if you are home full time, um, no one is really coming home and saying you're doing a good job. Like I don't think my husband ever came through the door and said, you know, high five, you did a good job keeping the kids alive today. So you're kind of going on this endless and there's really no end to the day, right? It's not at five o'clock you clock out. Well, the kids are still there. So maybe you clock out at bedtime, but then you're going to bed and you're starting it over. So I love that idea of just something to feel accomplished, even if it's like finishing a book, like you said. Another thing going back to the hobbies, my mom uh, is a little bit different, but she just joined a group that does a potter pottery now because her kids, she's on the other end, but her kids are all out of the house. So she's been making this pottery for all of us, which is such a funny thing. But I really love that idea of just doing something. It doesn't have to be big. That's making you feel accomplished and having a goal. Even small things can keep you really accomplished. For example, I'm trying to organize the some of the drawers, so finding the right organizer, finding the right size bin for makeup or hair parts. So, so even things like that, like having one small space in your home that you organize this month. And I think sometimes things like that can also give you a lot of energy. Yeah. And that that's actually a great segue to our next takeaway, which is being organized and having a to-do list. And you put in here also having assistance and help. Can you talk to us a little bit about how you stay organized with juggling a business and kids and traveling and everything that goes into being an influencer? I feel like you need to have one person for each task. You need to write it down really well you need to create a guide and then you delegate the task to an assistant 99% of the time I've been successful uh, that way to managing bubbly moments so I have tasks for the website I have tasks for Facebook tasks for Amazon um, since Amazon has a really big influencer side as well now I have tasks for photo editing um, so those things are really nice to have like really good um, guides and to be very specific what you want from the other person and to give them exactly the steps one by one how to achieve them so communication I guess is a key that's how I manage pretty much public moments there is a content calendar that we all try to follow and as far as my home I try to do as much as possible myself, like buying things. Like I just unboxed um, a whole bunch of things for the children, like clothing for fall, for the beach. So that did take me probably uh, two days just to shop for. So sometimes I try to get things as soon as possible. Like I just order stroller cover for traveling right before we started the podcast. So uh, an idea pop up 
in my mind and I have to finish it if it's something for the house. Um, I also have a full-time nanny for the last 18 months, I would say. Uh, my son just started daycare full-time two months ago. So she takes care of the baby when I'm in the office. And then um, for the hour and a half, by the time I come home, I come home late, like 7 p.m., uh, which is unfortunate since most daycare finish, they finish at 5.30. That's how this home, the nanny helps a lot if something uh, needs to be also done around the house. Um, I really, um, she's a great, great help. She also, yeah, helps with the baby now, helps with my son. Um, and I, I would have put my son in daycare way earlier, but as you know, last year was COVID and they had a lot of requirements for traveling in Chicago. So it was either daycare or no travel. Yeah. Um, so I, I prefer to travel. Chicago has a really bad weather most of the year. Mm. So starting November, December, it gets super cold. So you cannot be outside much. Yeah. Uh, that was another reason why we've been traveling so much over the years. Yes. And as far as my uh, orthodontic offices, we do have a lot of assistants. Um, they're well-trained. It's a communication there as well with managers and everyone. You know, as I'm listening to this, I too have quite a bit of help. You know, I have four children and we basically hire anything out that we can, but it wasn't always that way. When I first started, when I first started Dreamland Baby, it was just me and I didn't take a salary for two years. So there really was no money to pay for a nanny or anything else. So I was, I was doing it both at the same time. So I think sometimes, you know, we hear, oh, I have a nanny and I have someone who cleans my home and I have an assistant. And it's like, nobody started that way, right? It's, it's, you've built everything up. You've worked for years and then you've got to that time. Today's episode was brought to you by Dreamland Baby. I want to introduce you to a product that hundreds of thousands of parents use to help their baby sleep. The Dreamland Baby Weighted Sleep Sack. Hi, I'm Tara Williams, host of the Mom Manual and founder of Dreamland Baby. When my son Luke was six months old, he was still waking up every hour and a half. I was completely exhausted, frustrated, and at my wits end. Sound familiar? My solution to create a gently weighted sleep sack that babies can safely wear to help them feel calm, fall asleep faster, and stay asleep longer. The award-winning doctor-approved Dream Weighted Sleep Sack and Swaddle features our proprietary CoverCom technology, evenly distributed weight from your baby's shoulders to toes to help naturally reduce stress and allow your little one to feel relaxed and sleep soundly. If you're struggling to get your baby to sleep for longer stretches and go down easier, you're not alone. This product was a game changer for my son and can be for your family too. And right now we've got a special discount exclusive to mom manual listeners. Use code MOMMANUAL15 at checkout to get 15% off site-wide. Isn't it time for you to invest in rest? For me, I think sometimes women come on and just say, I do it all. I remember distinctly, uh, Aisha Curry got a lot of slack for this. She's uh, married to Stephen Curry, the basketball player. And Aisha is 
kind of a celebrity in her own right. She's a cookbook and a, a cooking show, and she does a lot on TV and kind of a beautiful social media. And you know, someone interviewed her, I think it was on Good Morning America. And they said, you know, how do you do it all? And she said, oh, I'm just super organized. And they said, well, do you have help? And she's like, well, I mean, I make dinner every night and I watch my kids. I'm just really organized. And we're like, there's no way. Like they have a staff of people. I mean, there's no way she could do the stuff she could do without having at a minimum someone to watch her kids. So I love that you're, you know, really openly talking about all the help you get and that it really does take a whole village to be able to do all of the things you do. It's not just you're an orthodontist and your kids are playing with blocks in the corner of the dental office, right? I mean, it's just, it's not realistic. Um, but going going beyond kind of the help, do you have any particular organization tools, um, online apps, or do you use a notebook? Like how do you stay really organized with that to-do list and that delegation list? I use a lot of Google calendars, um, so different, different color coded calendars, events. My husband and I, we have our own calendar as well. So I put events for both of us that also concern the children. Then we have our calendar for the blog, uh, for bubbly moments, my auto calendar. Yeah. So I would say probably Google calendar. And then my emails are, I kind of color code them as well. Uh, so I know which tasks needs to be done. I use a lot of Google Drive, Google Docs, Google Sheets, all those things. I'm currently looking into Asana so we can have a better flow because there are a lot of people currently and it uh, might be easier just to separate the tasks on the different tabs and then have things with deadlines. So this is what I'm currently looking into. But so far, I've been managing just with Gmail and Google Drive. <laughs> so I love that you do the basic of just Google, all the free stuff, right? Google Drive is free. Google Calendars is free. And I have not got into the color coding, but I hear that from so many people. And it goes back to what we talked about before is just that personal goal and the personal, you know, something that brings you joy. And I've heard that people are saying, you know, one of the tactics to make sure you're fitting in kind of you time is to have, say, you choose the color yellow as for you things, your hobby or your personal goal. And if there's not enough yellow in the week, then you're doing your week wrong and you need to change that. Do you look at your calendar any way like that? No, I don't think I put personal things in there like hobbies or <laughs> yeah, I put my hair color appointment, for example. <laughs> Uh, but personal time, uh, yeah, it's hard at this age, you know, like the when the babies are small. So I try to take it one day at a time as far as personal space goes. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're, I mean, you have a newborn, so you're in the, in the thick of it, really. One other app that I use that I love, it's called Cozy, C-O-Z-I. I need, I think I need to get a sponsorship by these guys. <laughs> I talk about them ev on every single podcast, but it really is the best app. They have a free version. That's what we use. And it is a, like a calendar sharing. So we share it with our nanny. So we all know, am I driving? Is my husband? Is she? We have four kids. Where are they? Who are they with? What are they doing? And then I love it also has a tab for grocery shopping. So she does our grocery shopping every week. And then we will just put on like if my husband wanted chips and I wanted 
you know, flavored water. Like we would just throw it onto the app and then she puts on whatever she wants. And so we all, or some weeks I go grocery shopping. So then it's, I, um, we all just see it really easily and we don't have to like email back and forth or anything like that. And through the week, you just think like, Oh, I want pickles this week. You just put it into the app. So I love cozy C O Z I. I'm such a huge fan. Awesome. Let's jump into our final takeaway on being a power mom while keeping that sanity. And you had said it's an unwinding routine. Um, and then also kind of twofold and having the, the mom tribe. Can you talk to us a little bit about that takeaway? So it's important just to take a few minutes at the end of each day and peace and quiet. I sometimes put my headphones on uh, because we do also have a dog. He also makes noise. (laughs) So I just like to grab a glass of wine and just go to social media or just watch a movie for a few minutes. I actually cannot finish a movie or a new series for a very long time now. Uh, because I always get distracted and I have to (laughs) do some work but uh, pretty much I read the news or um, if I have a new book I definitely go to the book and that's absolutely a stress-free experience but finding new books is kind of (laughs) hard I usually do like uh, leisure books in the evening and when I'm uh, driving to work I do podcasts and more like audible and self-improvement investment kind of books so I leave leisure books for the evening so I feel like it's very important at the end of the day just to take a few minutes off for yourself in some quiet peaceful spot uh, when you have a newborn usually doesn't last long but even a few minutes and then the other thing is very important to have a lot of moms around you you know they are going through the same things that uh, you're going through uh, it's good to communicate to complain to one another yeah. and usually just a few minutes of that is also enough so you can feel much better about yourself most of my friends have much older uh, children. My sister has an 18-year-old and a 14-year-old. So my niece and nephew are really much bigger. So I always talk to her and I was like, oh my God, I know how you are doing it in your 20s with no money, <laughs> no money for diapers. And then they, <laughs> they whine to you. So it's good to share all those experiences and to know that there were people who've been to much worse than you've been to and I actually not complaining my wife is fine (laughs) my fine is good even on bad days (laughs) I love that idea of just kind of having that mom tribe or mom squad and I love how you said to complain to and it's true I mean some days you just need to complain a little bit and to have those friends that can say I get it I've been there too or I'm there right now And then also for them to say, hey, but it's going to get better and, you know, give you some of that optimism and positivity. I definitely, definitely do that with my friends. I try to, I try to be positive, but there's some complaining for sure. Anything else you're, you're thinking about in this third one of just really unwinding and creating that unwinding routine? Well, it really depends how old your children are. It definitely gets better after, I would say, two and a half years. But the first... For the first two years, I don't think it's easy to plan for things. Like we have a hot tub and a pool in our building where I could go right when we didn't have children. But now I cannot say at the end of the day, oh, I'm just going to go to the hot tub or, oh, I'm just going to fill in the bathtub. 
you cannot do that because you have smaller children. So I would say just to give it some time, uh, be patient and just enjoy those small, small things. I love staring at my daughter now. This yeah. is, I think, another way to distress now. This morning, like 7.30, 8 a.m., I'm just watching her eyes. We're laying next to each other. So I feel like that's, that's also another distressor. When they're not crying, when they're behaving, you can just stare at them. They're, they're so adorable. And baby age passes so fast. Now I know with my, with my second one. With the first one, I was like, oh, my God, he's not going fast enough <laughs> yeah and time twice with the next one I know I feel the same way I have a 10 year old and I cannot believe it but that's such a great point really it uh, so much of your life depends on the stage that your children are in and you know what what kind of unwinding you can do with them in the mix Awesome. I love this podcast and um, I love all the practical advice on being a power mom. I just think what you are able to juggle and do is so incredible. We have a really quick fire round and you actually answered a few of these, but we'll jump in. So what are you currently binging on TV? Okay. Yeah. I think I answered that question that uh, binging is impossible, <laughs> and it's, but I like to rewatch older series like friends last series i watched was um around christmas i watched the second season of good morning america was it the one with jennifer aniston or was it i forgot the name now but um it was it's amazing with jennifer aniston steve carell was the second season so i actually watched the first season once again oh i don't know Uh, that one uh, it's with Reese, uh morning show, the morning show. Oh, the morning <laughs> show. Okay. Yep. 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 That's a good one. I, I absolutely love that. And I feel like it's about career women as well. So I watched this over Christmas. It was quiet, quiet few days. And then I like Lucifer as well. So that's also released some new episodes around January. And I think Frankie... Grace and Frankie is another series. So yeah, I, I honestly don't watch a lot, but <laughs> older <laughs> those series. The, yeah, those are the few that uh, recently came up with new episodes that I watched. <laughs> All right. What is the most current book you've read? So I just finished uh, The Recovery Agent by Janet Ivanovich. So once I start a certain uh, author that I really love, I read all their books. Uh, so I read, I read all 28 books with Stephanie Plum from the Stephanie Plum series by that author. And yeah. another another author I love is uh, Tim Tigner. He has a lot of like three um, words, more like um, crime and a suspense. So he hasn't had a new book this year. <laughs> okay. So I'm waiting now for a November release. Yeah, uh, Janet. <laughs> like I read them all, and then we usually ask the go-to productivity app, but we talked about Google calendars, and then mm-hmm. um, we usually ask, "What is your go-to de-stressor?" And you shared that glass of wine, social media, movie, and a leisure book. So yes. those that's our fire round. You survived. 
Um, where can everyone, can you share your social media handles where everyone can find you and, and watch all your amazing travels? Uh, so bubblymoments.com is my website. Uh, my Instagram is uh, very Polish and curated. It's at bubbly.moments. Uh, and the rest of my social media, so it's uh, Facebook, it's Twitter, Pinterest, Amazon, uh, even TikTok. Uh, it's at Bubbly Moments. <laughs> Amazing. So if anybody has any questions or you want, they want to follow up, they can certainly find it there. <laughs> Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us today. Have a great day. Thank you, Sarah.